Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church. So we've been talking about the ties that binds us together. And uh, we'll be talking about love, about the task that binds us together. And, you know, that thing that brings us together. Okay. And that's what I will try to zero in or narrow on this morning as part of that um, series of message. So, um, so this morning I'm going to be talking about the spirit that binds us together or the spirit that binds us. So we're going to look at, you know, what's the spirit that binds us? So we we also in this asset, in this location we've been talking about the spirit of god in us so and i'm going to run us through scriptures we, we may have seen those scriptures before i you know may have discussed those with you before but again you know we're going to repeat some of them not because there are so many more but you know when you repeat a scripture when you repeat something it becomes your consciousness when it comes to god there's no rush we take it one step at a time just one truth that we know about God sets free, just one, that you know very well and that we can apply very well, sets free. So we're going to be looking at, you know, that spirit that binds us. So let's read um, Acts chapter 2 verse 38. Acts chapter 2 verse 38, you know. Um, so Peter, you know, this is the day when they received the spirit, the Holy Ghost, in Acts, you know, the 120, they were praying and, you know, people were wondering, what happened to them? Are they drunk? What's happening? Then Peter stood up. Peter said, then, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of sins. And ye shall receive the Holy Ghost. And ye shall receive the Holy Ghost. So he tells me. The day that I believe, the day that I repent and I believed in Christ Jesus and received Jesus, okay, it says, and you shall receive. We've said it. I'm just emphasizing it, all right? You know, that you shall receive the Holy Ghost. So we have the Holy Ghost in us. We have the Holy Spirit in us. Every, there's no believer that will say, oh, I didn't, no, we have it. The Bible, there are so many verses that say so. Okay, let's look at Galatians, Galatians chapter 4 verse 6. Another one. You know, we have so many uh, part of it. Okay, and because you are sons, and because you are sons, okay, God has sent forth his spirit. God has sent forth what? His spirit. So, you have the spirit of God. God, you know, it says God has sent, so you have it. You have it. And like you said, we may not be aware of that spirit in us, but we have it. God has sent forth his spirit into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So the spirit makes us sons. The spirit makes us sons. So we, are, we have the spirit of God in us. So let's read also Romans chapter 8, verse 9. Trying to build a case to say that we all have the spirit of God. We have the spirit of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 9. He says, he's talking about you and I. He's talking about believers here. He says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Hallelujah. But you are in the spirit. Think about yourself. Just for two seconds. I am in the spirit. We don't wait to get in the spirit. I don't wait so, for the spirit to come. 
You know, the, I am in the spirit. That's what the Bible says. It says, but you are in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. Glory, hallelujah. The spirit of God dwells in you. The spirit of God dwells in you. That's what it means. The Bible, that it is what it is. The Bible says the spirit of God dwells in you. Not just in Io. Not just in Lee's. Not just in Anne. Everyone that has believed, we've seen, it says believe, it says, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, and God has sent forth his spirit to us. Now he's saying here, again, you know, in Romans, different audience, different people, you know, he told them, you know, in Acts, Peter told them in Acts, you know, Paul told them in, in, in Galatians. Now he's telling them in, Ro in Rome that they have the spirit of God in them. And the spirit of God dwells in you. I'm talking about the spirit that binds us together. Let's read this. First Corinthians, you know, I'm, I'm, go I'm going to skip the, the, the next one because we're still going to go back to it. First Corinthians chapter, chapter 6 verse, chapter 3 verse 16. First Corinthians 3 16. Let's read. This is another location, another church is telling them, know ye not that ye are the temple of God. I am the temple of God. I am the temple of God. Now, it, it, it's, I, I'm trying to let us be conscious of this truth, that I am the temple of God. You are the temple of God. Not just one person, not just some people, all of us that have believed in Christ Jesus, Bible says we are the temple of God. Look at what it says next. And that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Hey! The Spirit of God dwells in you. The Spirit of God dwells in you. We may not be aware, and I'm trying to get us to be aware of that truth this morning. Because this is the Spirit that we have in common. This is what we all have in common. As believers, we have the Spirit of God. And you remember last week, the Bible says, you know, you know, we said something last week, that He gave His Spirit without measure. Hi! <laughs> Whatever God does, he does it in an exceeding way, in, in, in a surpassing way. <laughs> the Greek call it hyperbalo. It is, it, is, it, is, it is overflowing. It is excessive. We think about this overwhelming love. The spirit of God in us is not without measure. And I want us to know this. That we don't cave in in the midst of challenges. That we stand our ground because God is with you and his spirit is with you. And last week I mentioned how we do, how do we, how do we, max, how do we, one of the ways we reflect the spirit of God is by speaking. You speak bold. You speak. You speak. That's not the focus today, but the focus is you have the spirit of God in you. Is the, can, can, can we move forward with that? So it is established. It is, it is, we, we, it is overwhelming. We have it all over in the scriptures. We have the spirit of God in us. Okay? You may not feel it. <laughs> I'm, I'm using for an example. That, you know, you may not feel it, but it doesn't, it doesn't take it away. You may not, you know, like, I don't always feel like, like I'm a dad. You, you know, like, like, you, know you, don't, you, you don't have to write it that I have two children. <laughs> but I have two children. <laughs> oh, glory! I have the Spirit of God in me. It is true. You may, you, 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 you know, you, you, I, you don't have to see it all over my body, but I have the Spirit of God in me. I have the Spirit of God all over me. 
And this truth gets us to do every other thing. The knowledge of this truth is the stepping ground to other truths of the scripture. That you have the spirit of God in you and it is, in an, in, it is without measure. I'm going somewhere. Let's, just, let's follow this thought. It's going to be a very quick one, but let's follow this thought. All right. <laughs> let's, let, let's, let's read Philemon. Philemon is just one chapter. I'm trying to build a case to the spirit that binds us. Because that spirit that is in us is not just there. You know, it may have been followed, but he has a purpose. I'm going to say the purpose quite, you know, shortly. Uh, so Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. Okay. Uh, let's just go to 6 straight. So it says that the communication of your faith may become effectual. That the communication of your faith may become effectual. That the communication of your faith may become effectual. How? By the acknowledging. By the acknowledging. Now, please, I want us to acknowledge. Bible says that if you don't acknowledge the good things that are in you, you won't make your faith effectual. That's what he's saying. He says the, the, the communication, the transaction, the, the usage, the, 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 the way you use your faith, the, 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 the uh, what's this word, the, the usage of your, the manifestation, that's the word, of your faith, okay? Bible says it won't be effective. We may be jelly jelly if you don't acknowledge the good things that are in you. Two things, acknowledgement, good things. There are good things in you. One of those, and it is primarily by the Spirit of, those good things came by the Spirit of God. <laughs> All the good things that are in us came by the Spirit of God. It came by the Spirit of God. Okay, and Bible says that though there are good things. We're going to see those good things. Very, very good things. A lot of them. We can't even cover that today. All of them today, but we're going to see some. It says, by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Hi. Good things. I, you see, <laughs> I, want us, I, I want us to breathe in this, to sleep with this, to wake up. With this. this is our life as a Christian. This is our lives, as, as, our lives as believers. We don't have any other that we daily acknowledge, that we daily acknowledge the good things that are in us in Christ Jesus. We're talking about the spirit that binds us. The spirit that binds us introduces a lot of good things in us. And it is such that it won't work. We're going to keep complaining or fall short of it if we don't acknowledge. So it means that I wake up in the morning that I'm blessed of God. I wake up in the morning, I say I have the spirit of God. I, acknowledge, I tell myself and it is without measure. That I'm able to face every challenge today. That I'm able to do everything that God has proposed for me to do today. You acknowledge that. You talk to yourself. That's the way it works. <coughs> That's the way we acknowledge. You speak God's word to yourself. Hey, I listen. <laughs> I, I speak God's word to myself. I hear myself what I've said. Not just because for anything. I, I, I listen to be blessed. I shut down every other thing. I listen to the news. I read the newspaper. But it doesn't take the time that I take to acknowledge the good thing that is in me. All right? I can't do without God's word in three days. I'll begin to feel that, okay, something is wrong. That's the way we should do as believers, we hear God's word, we read God's word, we repeat God's word to ourselves, we acknowledge those things to ourselves. Otherwise, you're going to keep saying, oh, I don't have it. Oh, I don't know. Whereas you have it. It is in you. 
He says, we should acknowledge every good thing that is in us. The spirit of God is in us. So you acknowledge it. There's no debate. There's no, there's, there's no, um, no argument. No, 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 no contest over it anymore. The spirit of God is in you. It is there. It is in you. So I walk from my office to my home and I'm listening to a message or something. Oh, I'm just telling you, oh, you are so blessed. It's not pride. It's not arrogance. You are just fulfilling the scripture and acknowledging those things. Otherwise, the, 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 uh, uh, nature says there's no, there's no vacuum. Nature's, nature abhors no vacuum. Okay? If you don't, then negative thoughts will come. If you don't acknowledge who you are in Christ, then the, you know, you'll be acknowledging who you are not in Christ. Otherwise, we should acknowledge those things. That is how we make the communication of our faith effective, strong, potent. That's how we maximize, we manifest, and we use the faith that Christ has given us. Okay. First Corinthians. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12. <laughs> Glory to God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. I have not... It's, you say this to yourself, <laughs> that I've not received the spirit of the world. <laughs> so we know what the spirit of the world does. It fights. You know, it's, it's angry. You know, it's negative. Uh, and, and all of these are happening. No, no, no. It says we have not received that spirit. And I repeat this to myself. I say, I, oh, glory to God. I have not received the spirit. You acknowledge. I say to you, I have not received the spirit of the world. How? He says, but we have received the spirit which is of God. So you tell yourself, I have received the spirit which is of God. And this spirit is, is, is at work in me. You give it your own word. You give it your own flavor. And this spirit is at work in me. And myself and this spirit, we cannot be defeated. And myself and this spirit, we can never fail. And myself and this spirit, we win in every affairs of our lives. You keep repeating those words to yourself. That is the spirit that binds us. That's the spirit of God that we have. He says, we have received the spirit of which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Glory to God. Ha! The things that are freely given to us of God. Can you imagine? Sharon, God has freely given you stuff, a lot of them, not just you, every one of us. He has freely given, but those things are such that if we don't know, if you don't acknowledge these things, we will not experience them. It won't become our experiential evidence if we don't. All right? That we keep acknowledging these things. He has given us the spirit, not just to be dormant, not just to you know it says that you may know the things that are freely given and you know the scripture that I read that you may be able to make your faith effective and you know and strong and you bring your faith to an advantage by the acknowledging of the things of the good things that are in you in Christ praise the Lord <laughs> all right I'm halfway done <laughs> glory to God now I'm just trying to build a case that we have the spirit of God in us and that spirit, we need to acknowledge it. You need to accept, don't, you know, don't say, oh no, it's not, you know, I, 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 no. no, you are part of it. Step out boldly. I can do everything the Bible says I can do. I will become everything the Bible says I am. That's how you speak. That's how we do. That's our attitude as believers. No timidity. Ha! No timidity. No fear. Because God is with you. Think about it. The Bible says, he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. 
So I stand, <laughs> so I stand strong. And not just me, you alone, everybody, every child of God, we have the spirit of God in us. We do. We do. Everyone do. Everyone does. Right? And we, 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 we make advantage of this by the acknowledgement of, the, by acknowledging those good things. Okay. So let's take it a step further. And let's read Romans chapter 5, verse 5. You know, it's just, a, you know, they are connecting thoughts that we want to share today. <laughs> oh, glory to God. It says, and hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Listen, what is shed abroad in our hearts? What is shed abroad in our hearts? The love of God. How did that love came? Okay, it says, by the Holy Spirit, which is given to Ayo alone. Is that what it says? <laughs> which is given to Sharon alone. Is that what it says? To us, plural, everybody. To some people, to the pastors or to the members. No, it says, we, the love of God has been shared abroad in our hearts. How did that love? Now, it's, <laughs> now, I'm going to link this together. It says, by the Holy Spirit which is given to us. It means that the love of God is one of the good things that is in you. One of them. <laughs> because I said there are, there are many others. The love of God is one of the good things that are in you. That is in us. It says that the love of God has been shed abroad. Other version says, has been poured graciously into our hearts. Okay, has been poured into our lives. It didn't just, you know, it came alongside the Spirit. As a matter of fact, it was the Spirit of God that brought all of those into our hearts. So we have the love of God, okay? And it came by the Spirit of God. And that's why I said that we should acknowledge these things, that, that, that I'm loved of God, that God has loved me forever. I think it was... <clears throat> It was um, some times ago that we read here that God has loved us with, it says, our God with, with, with the great love with which he has loved us. Uh, Romans, uh, sorry, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. He has loved us with a great love, <laughs> with a great love with which he has loved us. <laughs> Let's just quickly confirm that, you know, uh, just to be sure. Ephesians, I know, Ephesians chapter 2. Oh, glory to God, glory to God. Yes. It says, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. It says, but God, who is rich in mercy. So you wake up in the morning, you acknowledge that to yourself, that God is rich in mercy. He says, who is, and for his great love, wherewith he has loved us. So I don't see myself as rejected. I don't see myself as wanting or in lack because God has loved me, not just with a pinch of his love. He says, with the great love with which he has loved me. He has poured that love into our hearts. That's how God has loved us. God has loved us. Who is rich? He <laughs> says, for his great love. Great. He didn't just say love. Great love. <laughs> Glory to God. That is who we are. That's how God has loved us. Okay? I don't walk in fear that my father is going to come after me, you know, knocking my head or being bad. You know what the Bible says? He says, if you, he says, how many of you? How many of you? Your son is going to ask you for bread. You're going to give him stone. Or fish. <laughs> oh, this is sweet. Or fish. You're going to give him a scorpion or a snake. It says, if you, 
if you, he's talking about men generally, he says, you know, the, the, it's, if you being evil knows how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your father in heaven? How much more? Okay, Matthew calls it, how much more your father in heaven will give you good gifts? Okay, Luke calls it, he will give you the gift of the Holy Ghost. Can you see what God gave? He gave the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's, that, that's what God gave. And with that spirit comes everything. Everything. I better work my time. Ah, okay. Right. <laughs> oh, glory to God. So with God, who is rich in mercy, has given us everything. You're talking about the spirit that binds us, right? We have received that spirit in, from God. And that spirit works love in us. And that spirit, we need to acknowledge it because there are so many other good things in us. All right? So let's, 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 let's just read one more, uh, one scripture more. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. We are beginning to narrow down. Having built the case that we have the spirit of God and that spirit has been poured and love has been poured in our hearts by the spirit, right? By the spirit of God, okay? And that, that, and that God has loved us forevermore. Let's just read more. Galatians chapter 2. Sorry, chapter 5, verse 22. Let's see what it says. <laughs> it's, 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 it's in, the Bible is interesting. It just needs to be explained and to be properly interpreted. Look at it. The fruit of the Spirit, the Spirit that you have, that I have. The fruit, the, the fruit, the, the, what other words for fruit? <laughs> the, 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 the outcome, the consequence, all right? The result of, of the Spirit of God in you. Okay, it doesn't work anger, it doesn't work strife. You know, we don't have time to go. You know, the Bible talks about all of those work of the flesh in the earlier verse, but it says, But this fruit of the spirit is love, it's love, and that's the spirit that binds us. This, the fruit of the spirit is love. So, if I see a believer walking somehow, and he's walking in hatred, and he's walking in strife, I say, oh, brother, oh, sister, that's not you. This is not us. Because the spirit in us is strange to hatred. It's strange to strife. It's strange to, to, to negativity. The spirit that we have, that you and I have, what does it do? It, it is love. Let me explain this. In the original context, in the original point, this fruit of the Spirit is love, full stop, or maybe semicolon. Okay? The product of this, of this fruit of the Spirit, the product of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, the product of the Spirit is love. It is that love that works other things. Oh, glory. It is that love that works joy. It is that love that works peace. It's not different thing. They are not different things, rather. Okay, it is that love, it is that love in you. Love is the principal, the principal, the major fruit of the Spirit of God in you. He loves regardless. He loves everyone. And, what, and that love produces joy. It produces peace. It produces long-suffering. It produces gentleness, goodness, faith, and many more. All right? It's okay to read it as the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, and fine. But majorly, Majorly, what the Spirit of God does in us is love. <clears throat> what the Spirit of God does in us is what? Is love. Is love. And I'm going to push it further. Just one more, you know, scriptures, uh, <laughs> a lot of them today, about this, uh, this love thing. Because that is the Spirit that binds us together. 
That's the, that's the thing. That, 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 that is the person. That's the connecting point. You know, you've seen a network. You know, it connects this, 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 this. Ayo, Sharon, Liz, um, Albert, everybody. What connects us together is the spirit of God. And that spirit works love. It works love. It works love. The fruit of that spirit in us is love. The major spirit, the major fruit is love. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's just see what we can do. I've got some couple of scriptures and my time is running out. <laughs> ha. Okay, Ephesians 5.1. Ephesians 5.1 and 2, please. Ephesians, Ephesians 5.1 and 2. Quickly, please. <laughs> uh, glory to God. Hallelujah. You see, this understanding will help us to, you know, we help us to see our life, ourselves not as ordinary. I'm not talking about arrogance. I'm not talking about pride. But we see you as, oh, I'm just, I'm just so special to God. I'm just so important to him. And with that, you and God can negotiate. You and God can, can, can agree on stuff. You and get, God can get things done. Ephesians chapter 1. Now it says, be ye followers of God. Followers here. You know, in, in, in the Greek, he's talking about, you know, it says, you know, the word he's using is actually mimic. You know, when you're mimicking someone, you know, when I was in primary school, we used to mimic our teachers. <laughs> you know, you, you did that, right? <laughs> okay, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's, he it says, it's talking about mimic. So you know, if, if he talks like that, ah, 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 then we go, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you know, if he screams, okay, you, go, ah, you scream. That is what that is the word that's the that's the Greek word here, mimitis. He's talking about mimic. Okay? He says, be ye, you know, that we should mimic God. How? Verse 2 tells us what God does. He says, and walk in love. It means that God walks in love. Have you thought about that? God walks in love towards you. So people that say that God, you know, is, you know, he punishes people, he uses sickness to tempt. God doesn't. God does not. It was, it's the devil that does that. He doesn't use sickness or pain or disease. He's the devil and he plays on people's ignorance to package it as God, whereas God, God doesn't. All right? So God walks in love. God exp and that's the spirit that binds us. He says we should mimic God. We should follow he said, we, we, we should be followers of God as their children and walk in love. Hallelujah. And walk in love. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to skip, I'm, I'm going to skip the, the, uh, Colossians. We can, we can, we will come back to it. There's no rush to God. I'm just trying to put so many things together about this love. Let's read the last scripture so that we can begin to pray and wrap up. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14, and 15, 14, 15, 16, and 17. I'm just going to read quickly. Ah, look at this. <laughs> oh, it's sweet. It says, for the love of Christ constrains us. Another version says, for the love of God compels us. Another one says, for the love of God motivates us. So, I will ask quick, what motivates you? It should be the love of God. The love of God compels us. The love of God drives me. Okay? So, talking about the spirit that binds us, that spirit, the activity of that spirit in us is love. And that, what does that love do? The, lo the love doesn't just sit down and just watch. Oh, what we be, we be. No. The love of God compels. It constrains. It motivates. It pushes me to do right. To love other people. To do, to pray. 
That's why I won't just pray for myself alone. Not because I don't have need. Oh, I've got needs. I've got exams uh, on Friday. I need to pray. I pray for that, but I pray for others also. That's what the love of God does. The love of God propels me to give. How do I give? I give the way my God gave to me. 10%, 20%, whatever percent, notwithstanding. Give the way God has loved us. The love of Christ propels us. That is the spirit that binds us. That's the spirit that we have. That is what propels us. You know, we won't be able to do justice to this today, and I, I feel we should, but don't worry. We're going to have time. To do it okay, he says the spirit of God constrains because we be, <laughs> oh let's that, let's just stop there. It says, because the love, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we all are dead. Now let's just read uh, the next one, please. The, the just um 15, and that he died for all, that that they which live should not live and flaw and forth life unto themselves. I don't live to myself. Because the love of Christ compels me. And because that's the, that's the spirit of God that I have in me. That love compels me and we don't live for ourselves. Okay? But unto him. But unto him. That's the spirit that drives us. That's the spirit that binds us together. That is what we should do. That's how we should mimic God. We should follow God. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources. And subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry by making a donation on the giving page at leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.